Facebook Karen thinks she's getting revenge, ends up paying double. I run a repair shop where I employ a bunch of local kids, ages 16 plus, to learn skills and make some money while we genuinely sit around and talk about the world while we fix things. We had a client come in with a busted electronic. We fixed it up for her and gave her a decent discount on the work. Her final bill for the parts and four hours of labor was $100 even, discounted down from 220. She didn't like the bill. She didn't like the work. She claimed that we had broken something else. She claimed that the kid who did the work didn't know what she was doing. She did, and I had supervised her. And that the kid who helped her in the front room was rude to her. He wasn't, but she didn't like the little pride flag pin he was wearing. She demanded to see the manager, so I popped out, listened to her tear into my kids, validated how she was feeling, but pointed out that the work she had asked for was done, done correctly, and her bill was due on pickup of the piece. The last straw came for her when she pulled out a credit card and I had informed her that we don't accept that particular card. She literally asked, do you know who I am? Which I didn't, still don't, and don't care. And I told her that we'd take a personal check. She wrote out a check, problem solved, and got a note from my bank that one had bounced. It was her check, of course. I called her the next day to inform her that her check had been returned for insufficient funds, and that she needed to come in and pay her bill, plus the extra fee for the return check. All of these fees, just to point this out, were clearly outlined on the service agreement she had signed and that we already discounted her $120 just to be nice. She rolled up into the office carrying a bag, and I knew exactly what was going on. She drops, of course, a bag of pennies on the front desk. She's breathing heavily. We're on the second floor, and she's taken the stairs. She announces triumphantly that she's here to pay her bill. She just needs to go get the rest of our hard-earned money, she said with a sneer, of course. The kid at the front desk looks at me about to cry, so I stop working on the thing I'm working on and take over. How many more bags do you have? I asked her. She says that the nice people at the bank loaded them up for her. She didn't count them. I told her that it was fine. We'd wait for her to bring them all up and then settle her bill. She was expecting a bigger reaction. I think either that or she hadn't thought this through. 10,000 pennies plus the extra $25 weighs a lot and she just committed to carrying them through a parking lot and up a flight of stairs. One of my kids, bless his heart, offered to help her carry them. She refused. Finally, shaking and sweating, she deposited the last bags on the countertop. The pennies were loose, not in coin rolls. She's done some work to prove her point. What she didn't count on was that we needed to count out the pennies. While the other kids took care of the clients and fixed things in the back, the front desk guy and I counted up our pennies. She started to realize that this was going to take a while and tried to leave. I told her that she couldn't leave until we've signed off on her bill. Since at this point, she was already in violation of her service agreement and had already passed a bad check, we couldn't just take her word for it. And I would inform our local constable if she was to leave without paying. I was kind of talking out of my bum, but she managed to tick me off a little. The other clients in the shop came and went and we counted. The phone calls came in and were handled by my kids and we counted. She sat down in a chair, folding steel, not super comfortable, stood up again, walked around the office and we counted. After a while, she said, just forget it and took out $125 in bills. We signed off on her agreement and she started to leave. 
Another one of my kids, bless his heart, asked if she wanted help carrying the pennies back to her car. She looked at all of us with the face of sheer panic, mumbled, no thank you, just keep them, and bolted. The whole shop was silent for a moment. Then one of the kids started giggling, and nobody could stop. People that were coming in thought we'd gone nuts, but I finally had to banish everybody to the back room until they could breathe again. We loaded the bags into my vehicle, we used the elevator she walked by a few times, took them to the bank and used the coin machine to deposit them. Then we wrote out a donation to our local shelter for the amount she dropped off. She posted something nasty on Facebook about it and got ratioed. She had, of course, posted earlier about what she was going to do and she got called out on her own post. My favorite response was something like, you said you were going to pay your bills in pennies. You paid your bills in pennies. What went wrong? Please don't pay your bills in pennies, folks. Especially if you're just doing it to be a jerk. This story was awesome. I love the instant karma the lady got from thinking that she was getting her revenge. I won't lie, I didn't do this to a business because I do think that is a horrible move, but I did do this to a friend one time. Let's just say it was a fantasy football payout. He was talking a lot of BS and was demanding his money. So I paid him in a box of quarters from the bank. He did say what the freak when I gave it to him, but he also laughed out loud. So it was a good time. I automated my useless boss out of her job. This happened a few years ago. I was a data and reporting analyst and did all the ad HOC reports for the company. My boss, we'll call her Carrie, was useless. She was one of these people that was always late, left early, and took days off on short notice. The only thing of value that she did was all the regular reports, sales, revenue, etc. We suspected that she got away with it because she was having an affair with her boss. We'll call him Stewart. Our CEO was a fairly decent bloke. He would look for ways to cut costs. He would pay regular bonuses for the best cost-saving initiatives. Carrie was very keen to submit ideas and encourage us all to automate our tasks so she could try and take credit for the savings. On one of her skeeve days, which coincidentally Stuart was sick as well, the CEO was desperate for the sales reports from my boss. I'll give it a look and see if I can get it done. Normally, she would spend two to three days doing it each week, but the CEO wanted it that afternoon. A quick inspection of the data showed it could quite easily be automated, so I knocked up the necessary script and got it over to the CEO, who was super impressed, not only that I had got it done in a couple of hours, but also that it could be updated whenever he needed it. He also asked if I could look at the revenue, churn, and a couple of other reports. Over that afternoon, I automated everything my boss did. Both Carrie and Stuart were back the next day, but were immediately summoned to the CEO's office before being suspended and sent home. Turns out that the CEO knew that they were having an affair, and all the times that they were sick, late, or had to leave early was so that they could sneak off and hook up. He hadn't done anything about it because he knew how important the reports were. Now that they were automated, he was able to get them suspended and later fired for gross misconduct for all the time they had taken off. Also, I got a really nice bonus out of it. I love this story. If you've ever been around a workplace affair, you know how obvious they are and always question how management doesn't know or why they haven't done anything. But with stories like this, now you can see why management lets certain things happen. I didn't say you were lying, sir. I said you were mistaken. This happened a few days ago. I wanted to post it the day of, but wasn't feeling well. Anyways, quick preface. The box store I work for has a new process of applying veteran discounts. For those of you who haven't heard, all veterans with smartphones who want their discounts must register their status either on the company website or the app. It requires their names, branch they served in, discharge date, and birthday. When it's done, they get a QR code that gets scanned to apply the discount. 
The code can't be screenshot as it refreshes randomly every hour so it can't be shared. Some of us take the time to help the less tech-savvy folks get situated. Trust me, we don't like it either, but we need our jobs more than we need to appease everyone. Thankfully, I've had many appreciative people express their thanks to me for being patient enough to guide them and make it simple. I get the occasional butthead here and there, but I tell them the polite version of, if you don't want to do it, either pay full price or buy it elsewhere. There is no third option. We used to just visually check IDs to make sure everything was valid, but let's just say too many people ruined it for everyone. Namely, certain folks using veteran discounts for their own companies or companies they worked for, which is not allowed as the discount is only for veterans' personal purchases. Some even got hostile when we told them that they can't combine their veteran discount with their rewards account discounts as they're not combinable. In the two years I've been at this job, I've seen two men get arrested because they got violent with my staff. One almost punched a manager until our secret security guy, who was trying to get him to leave, grabbed him from behind. I never thought hearing a grown man scream from his arm being twisted could be so glorious. Moving on, our competitor, the other box store, gives veteran discounts when the customers show their ID and give their phone numbers. That's going to change soon as the company will also be going to the new method to keep everyone honest. We got plenty of people who scoff at our new veteran discount policy and threaten us by saying that they're going to the other box store instead. My coworkers and I low-key laugh because that's like telling us there's free food in the break room. One less rude person to deal with, we say. All caught up? Cool. So, I was watching self-checkout and went to help an elderly woman buy spray paint. It's an age-restricted item. She was very nice and chatted a bit while I scanned her items for her. I didn't have to, but I just wanted to be polite. Then a heavy-set guy waves me over for help. I excuse myself and tell her to have a great day. I ask the guy how I can help him. He says he wanted to apply his veteran discount, but was having trouble. So I asked what I ask everyone. Have you registered your veteran discount on our site? What? I have my ID right here. He shows it to me. My number is blah blah blah. I explained how the policy changed and what we had to do, but he interrupted me. No, no, I don't have to do that. Just type in my number like last time. We don't go by the numbers, sir. Other box store does. I can help you register. I didn't have to do that last time. Just do your thing, put my phone number in, and give me my discount. I do it all the time when I come here, so why won't you do it? I swapped my friendly tone for my lukewarm neutral tone. You're mistaken, sir. We've never gone by phone number. We used to check IDs, but then... The freak? You calling me a liar? What the freak is your problem? Me who is unfazed since there's not a problem here. I didn't say you were lying, sir. I said that you were mistaken. As I said, other box store goes by number. We go by the QR code you get when you register your veteran status online. At this point, big guy is raising a stink, using every cuss word imaginable, insulting me, whatever. I already shut off my humanity at this point and just stood there watching this angry ape of a man turn an interesting beet red color. When he was done banging his vocal cords, I said in a slightly kinder voice, I'll get a manager for you. You suck at your job. I bet you don't even know who your manager is. Side note, I've worked a good while at this company, and I love making goodies for my coworkers once in a while to show my appreciation for them. Because of those two things, not only do I know who my manager is, everyone who works in this store knows me. Hard to forget the one nice coworker who brings everyone homemade treats just because. 
It took no time for a manager to show up since one of the cashiers already called. Manager shows up and asks what's up. Big guy goes ape mode again, calling me all sorts of rather discolored things, including a liar when I tried to explain the veteran discount thing. Manager tells him that I was correct and that we have never given veteran discounts through phone numbers and that the other store did. Big guy wasn't having it and dug his heels in deep. I was surprised he didn't fall over. Three male customers at the other checkout defended me saying I wasn't rude at all and the shorter one said he was amazed I stood there and in his words, took it like a boss while this hulk of a witch roared at me. Not gonna lie, that made me laugh. Big guy kept calling me a liar. Again, shorter male customer told him, hombre, she said you were mistaken. That doesn't mean lying. You're the only one making up all the BS right now. We all heard you. The elderly woman I helped blew my mind when she said, You're a butthole for bullying retail workers. They have it hard enough. This girl was nothing less than nice and you pooped all over her kindness. Shame on you. Hearing an old woman cuss will never not be hilarious. Kind of warmed my heart to see strangers sticking up for me. The manager told the customers he didn't appreciate big guy harassing his employee and told him to leave. The cherry on top of this whole thing? Big guy said he could prove that I was lying about the phone number bit. This guy actually pulled out a receipt dated the day before from the last time he shopped here and lo and behold, the receipt was from the other box store. Big guy went silent. The manager turned to see the receipt and then to the guy. All the manager said, so are you going to leave voluntarily or should I have the police give you a ride somewhere? With that, Big Guy hurried out empty-handed without a word or glance at anyone. The manager asked if I was okay. I was, just a bit annoyed. He said he appreciated me keeping my cool with him and gave me a fist bump. He also said thanks for the cupcakes I made on Mother's Day since he gave one to his pregnant wife. She said she loved it. I thanked the three customers who came to my defense. The shorter one gave me a fist bump and said he knew what it was like to be bullied on the job and how he had a younger daughter who dealt with this kind of stuff at her job. Goes to show you that not all heroes wear capes. Some wear paint-stained clothes, safety vests, or thick boots. And others wear orthopedic loafers and pearl earrings. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and... What do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Shout out to this chick for keeping her cool. I feel like women get talked down to way more at retail stores because people feel like they won't stand up for themselves. I just think they are built different when it comes to dealing with horrible people. They probably have their whole lives. I've kept my cool around terrible customers before, but if someone told me I sucked at my job, it would have been met with a quick description of something they could have done involving the same word. If you catch my drift, this random customer started following me around. So this happened probably a little over a month ago, but I'm finally getting around to telling it. Few things to note. I work at a very popular retail chain and our store is in a high theft area so we deal with strange customers all the time. I also wear a sterling silver chain while I work. This will be relevant to the story. First off, I'm not a manager, but I've worked for the company for almost two years now and I'm a very fast learner. So I have a radio on me all the time and I'm often asked to go deal with rude customers as I can be trusted to handle it. Someone from our electronics department calls over the radio that they need help dealing with an unruly customer so I head over to see what I can do. It's just a dispute 
dispute about pricing on an item, so I go ahead and take care of the customer and apologize for the inconvenience. The subject of the story is not the customer I'm helping, but the guy standing five feet away from me just staring while I'm helping them. The guy is giving me some kind of strange look. I don't think much of it and I finish my job and go about my day. As I'm heading to the front, I can see out of the corner of my eye that this guy appears to be following me. I don't think much of it, and I just walk really fast anyway, so I just keep walking and try to ignore him. I look back again, and this guy is literally like crouch running after me trying to hide behind clothing racks in the apparel department, but he can very obviously be seen. Finally, he emerges, and I hear, excuse me, man, from behind me. I ignore it at first until he goes, yo. I then stop and spin around with as much effort as I can and say, how can I help you? He looks at me for a second, and then this is how the conversation went. Where'd you get that chain? Oh, you like it? My friend gave it to me back home from another state. Are you sure you didn't get it from a female? Oh, God. Yeah, man, I'm pretty sure unless her name was a male name. Proceeds to awkward laugh. The guy blankly stared at me for a moment. Are you sure your friend isn't a big booty babe from Florida? At this point, I'm literally trying extremely hard not to laugh, and we continue to go back and forth like this for a whole extra minute before he just goes quiet and stands there. I have no idea what else to do, so I just walk away from him. I was a little scared at this point, so I go and tell my manager just in case. Now, when he stopped me, I was heading to break. So after telling my manager, I go to head outside for my break. Right as I'm about to walk out the door while looking at my phone like a stupid person, the security guard who saw the whole thing yells my name. So I stop and I'm like, what's up, man? He just quietly nods towards the door and I look over and the customer is just standing right next to the outer doors as if he's waiting for me to go outside. I ended up having to be escorted out a different door by security to enjoy my break. They say he came back in later that night, but I never saw the guy again. I don't know what his deal was, but it was the first time I was actually pretty freaked out by a customer. I can vouch that you meet a lot of interesting characters while working retail, but I don't think any are worse than when you meet someone you went to school with. Here's an example. One day when I was working my retail job, this dude I had film class with showed up at my job. He was kind of the weird kid in school, a bit awkward, but you still could have a conversation with him if you wanted to. Well, this happened about four to six years after high school and this dude shows up, so of course, I ask him what he's been up to. He begins to tell me that he's gotten into these spiritual rocks that have awakened his power to time travel. As you might imagine, I'm stunned, but I don't like to go out of my way to be rude to people, so I try to humor them sometimes, which leads me to ask questions about these time-traveling rocks. He then goes on to tell me a bunch of stuff about these rocks. I can only compare it to what a lot of women sound like when they speak about astrology. I'm pretty sure I made a stupid joke about him giving me the lotto numbers next time he does it, but then he says that he's only done it once and it was to the past. After he left, I'm pretty sure I turned to the corner of the store with no customers and just said, what the hell just happened? Then I went about my day. Like I've said a million times, retail stores will give you stories to tell for years. I don't think you understand me. I've already paid for the warranty. Sir, that's sales tax. So I work at a certain game store that recently had a stock thing happen. My position is somewhat equivalent to what a shift lead would be at other stores, but we call it something kind of stupid. In essence, I am the lowest form of management that you can get in store. I can open and close the store by myself, I can make calls without needing permission, but my power only extends to a certain point. Another thing of note is that I just moved to my state less than a month ago, but I've been working with this company long enough to have a decent idea of what I'm doing. 
with a little bit of variance because I'm in a whole new store district and region. Unfortunately, I'm at a new store and there's pretty much only three of us. There's a manager who only runs the store temporarily. She basically does what I do but can order supplies and make schedules. And one other person of my own status. A week or two ago, I'm in the store with my coworker, Benny. I work at a slow store, so we're goofing around as we're processing our shipments behind the counter and the phone rings. After a quick argument of who answers, I take the phone. Thank you for calling Game Store at Area of Town, where you can still order unreleased game. This is OP speaking. Hi, I bought an Xbox Series X bundle at your store not too long ago. Why does it say customer decline warranty coverage when I asked for the warranty? Oh no, we must have rung it up wrong. If you come into the store, I can... Well, I drove an hour and a half to get this. I won't do that again, but I paid for the warranty. Me, confused. Sir, if your receipt says customer decline warranty coverage, then you didn't pay for the warranty. But I did. The bundle price was $650, and I paid $689.70. Me, still confused. Hold on for a second. I haven't been at this location long, so let me ask one of my coworkers about this. So I turn and relay the problem to Benny, who frowns and goes to the register. I don't know what he's talking about. That's the price of the bundle after taxes. I nod a little because that sounds about right. He scans the bundle and the details come up. Sure enough, $689.70. And sure enough, the bundle is $689.70. Okay, so it looks like you didn't get the warranty by what your receipt says. If you come in, I can go ahead and... But I paid for it. No, sir. The warranty would have been an additional $50 to the bundle price. But I can... The bundle price was $650. I paid $689.70. Right, but that was the sales tax. On a purchase that size, I would expect it to be almost $50 in sales tax. Then why didn't that cover the $50 warranty? I paid extra money. Do you have a manager I can speak to? I am the manager on duty, but I'd like to try to get this resolved. What was the name on the receipt? Benny, I remember him too. I spent a long time talking to him. Great, he's here today. Let me talk to him and see what I come up with. So I don't mute this time and I ask Benny about this guy. I get a, I don't know, man. We just had like 10 of those things that week. I don't remember everyone that came through for one. That was like two weeks ago, which is fair enough. We do see quite a few people and some will drive from quite far away if they want something. I nod a little and go back to the phone. Okay, sir, we can get you set up with a warranty, but since you declined it at the time of purchase, no. I spent a long time talking to Benny, and he convinced me of it, so I wanted it. Right, and that's on us. So what I can do for you is, if you come in with just the receipt, I can do a return and resell you the bundle with the warranty attached for $50. I'm confirming this with Benny too. He nods and says that sounds reasonable and that maybe he remembers the guy. Benny, off to the side. I think I remember talking to someone for a while, but that guy definitely told me no warranty. You know what? You said you were supposed to be a manager and you've had someone else talking to you. I don't have time for this. Click. I'm at the phone and he hung up. Okay. He calls back a few minutes later and I don't answer the phone. I don't want to talk with this guy again. It rings again a few minutes after that and I hand it to Benny. I don't want to deal with this stuff, I huff. Benny proceeds to have a similar conversation with the added personal touch of the customer trying to make Benny feel guilty that he doesn't remember him. The I paid for the warranty and the then what's this extra money comes up again and apparently he just isn't understanding that $48 is 6% tax on a $650 purchase. He gets mad that Benny doesn't remember him and hangs up. So we just go on with processing our shipment and the phone rings. I groan, but this time instead of customer's name, it says Game Store 000. It should be a store number, but they are not. This call is from somebody at corporate. 
I didn't know this at the time. Hi, Game Store. This is Game Store. What can I do for you? Hi, this is Jake from Game Store Customer Care. I had a call from a gentleman about an Xbox bundle. What can you tell me about that? So I go on to explain what I understood. This person cannot grasp the concept of sales tax and thinks that because he paid an extra $48 in sales tax that he's entitled to the $50 warranty because he paid for it, which is still in fact not how that works. Sales tax is sales tax. The government always gets their cut. Jake asked me about what I wanted to do to solve this. I told him if the customer brings in his receipt, I will do a return on the bundle and resell it all exactly as is, but with the warranty attached. He would just have to pay the $50 difference to actually purchase the warranty. Jake agrees that this is, in fact, reasonable and lets me know he will convey very clearly to the customer what I said. After this, of course, I have to play phone tag with my temporary manager and my district manager in case this guy kept trying to go over our heads with this. But he never came into the store for his warranty. It blows my mind that some people don't understand the idea of sales tax being added on. But at the same time, people do come from all parts of the world where tax is included on the price tag. Which, if I'm being honest, that is a much better way to showcase things in my opinion. You would eliminate a bunch of headaches at the register of people saying they don't have enough money to pay. But hey, that's just my opinion. That's it for today's video. If you want to make sure you don't miss out on any content, hit that subscribe button and make sure you hit that bell to turn on notifications. If you want to finish listening to all those stories, use the playlist at the top of the description. And if you're someone who live streams and needs copyright free music, check out the Cream of the Crop music by searching Cream of the Stream on Spotify or whatever music platform you choose. Remember, it's free.